Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, junior editor at that website. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Meso Mason. Hello, friends and listeners. What a day it's been for us. Yeah. <laughs> We're real hungover, both of us. We well, are. You know, in an amazing twist of fate, <laughs> both of us are very hungover, so... Congratulations us Normally one of us could carry this yep. show But not today Yeah Oddly normally it's you who's hungover And you who carries it Okay yeah. And I'm mostly normal And I'm coasting through But now I'm going to real co- really coast through this one Okay okay Well let, we should get straight into it Before we do Mason I just want to uh, clarify something With my YouTube account Yep As you're aware mm-hmm. well, I woke up this morning super hungover and a few people have sent me messages like, a little hey, bit fragile. a little bit fragile. Hey, your YouTube account's been taken down. I'm like, oh, it's way too early and I'm too hard over <laughs> to deal with this. For a while, I'm sure you were like, oh, just let YouTube have it. I don't yeah, care anymore. Exactly, Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But what, what I think's happened, I mean, unless it's up by now, it might very well be by the time this goes out. But um, Let's check every 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> there'll be a 30 second pause during, every 30 seconds during this episode, there'll be a brief silence. <laughs> In fact, it'll be more like every 15 seconds because I'm going to check as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. Great. But uh, I think it's something to do with... I made a Captain America Easter egg video, which has done very well. It's got like something like 50-something thousand. Now, to clarify, hits. that's you pointing out all the Easter eggs yes. in quotation marks. Yes. The secret funny that's things. That's right. Captain, not you making some sort of Captain America Easter egg. Because no. Easter is coming. That's right. Yeah. Well, that, that was going to be my next video. Yeah. But now I can't because mm. I've been screwed. But basically, towards the end of that video, if um, for anyone who's seen it, I basically then start naming some things that are clearly not in the movie. Like jokes a, you might you yeah might jokes think. exactly and some people uh, did, did not uh, did not agree with that I think and I think what's happened is they've flagged the video as inappropriate or whatever because it said it said scams and spam yeah, and, that's right yeah. you did attempt to sell some like like male invigorating you know kind of uh, I did uh, chemicals there, supplements right? supplements yeah, sure yeah. male enhancement supplements <laughs> yeah that's right mm. so that's been uh, that's been all taken down so hopefully it'll come back up soon because I've filed an appeal or whatever uh-huh. but there's a good chance that even if it does come up all my stuff's white right <laughs> so you know you still it, have them right yeah, I've got, I've, all, I've got them all, but you know what? I cannot be bothered starting another YouTube account, to right. be honest. Uh, but, you know, I guess I might have to. But, you know, what the most annoying thing was, I was really on a roll this week. I hit 10,000 subscribers. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, I, 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 I got, mean, there's no evidence of that now. <laughs> no. So I got way to lie to us. Or... I got uh, 600 subscribers just this week. Huh. Massive. Like, it was like the biggest jump that I've ever had. And then crashed. I'll be brought down. Well. But, hey. Uh, 
It is what it is. This is like the global financial crisis of this podcast. In many ways, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, th- we can get bailed out. Yeah, by the absolutely. Government. Yeah. That's right. What I was thinking, though, if it's not back, and I guess if people want to help, they could probably Twitter at YouTube because YouTube have a Twitter account, right? It's probably at YouTube. Yeah. So do you want well, to just... that's a guy who got in really early and just <laughs> got right. at YouTube because he's like, this, this will be fun. What's a fun thing to Twitter you, at YouTube? And he's going to get thousands of angry tweets. That's it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Five angry tweets. Five angry tweets, yeah. yeah. Two of which are from us. Well, two from me, none from you. <laughs> yeah, i got no stake in this. So yeah, I guess if you want to reach out to Twitter and be like, oh, YouTube on Twitter, what's the deal with this? You can. But uh, check if it's up first mm. if you do that. If or you wanted... if you flagged it as inappropriate, <laughs> my, email into us, tell us why, because I, I would be very interested to know. Yeah, yeah, sure. But hey, so there you go. Hmm. That's the news for this week, Mason. Wait, is there any other news? Oh, there's a lot of news. Oh, great. I love news. <laughs> That's right. I'm really hungover. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 it's going to be a rough one. Yeah, it is. Sure All is. All right. I want to talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. though, Mason. My voice is recovered. It was touch and go for a second. I, I know. Thought. I thought this was really good. <laughs> I don't know what was going to happen. I guess you'd write everything down, then I'd read it out. We'd do it like that. Stephen I Hawking guess. voice box. Oh, yeah. Mm. Didn't even think of that. You think of everything. I do. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week though, Mason. You obviously did not watch it. I did not watch it. Well, I gotta say, and I'm not the only one who's been saying this, what an amazing episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Are people saying that? People are saying that. Are you saying that? I'm saying that also. Amazing. Amazing. By comparison to other episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or comparison to something that is good? Both. Wow, okay. But maybe it's just that it it hasn't been a great show and this has really been a a defining moment. This is the Fantastic Four 2. That's that right. series. <laughs> no, I am going to spoil this. Do you mind if I spoil it? No, go ahead. How much time do you need to spoil it? Two yeah. minutes? Yeah, sure. Skip ahead two minutes, guys, if Dumb. you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically what happened is it's the follow-up to the Hydra twist in Captain America 2. Spoiler for that as well, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe. maybe <laughs> mention it. Yeah. Let's go back. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, and basically it turns out that there was a traitor on the team the was whole time. Was it Fitz time. or Simmons? Do you want to have... Uh, it's actually Jake Chisel. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. And they're, they're going to replace him, it looks like, with another guy who's like a, uh, a black version of Jake Chisel. Huh. So, you know. Do you, think, do you think he knew that was coming? Or do you think he was surprised? No. Pierce, you're fired. Although, does, does, he, does he die in the episode? Is he no. now? And they don't know that he's a... Ah, uh, okay, Because cool. Bill Paxton, who was in it, yeah. they, it's, it's said that he's the... The TV version of Robert Redford. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Huh. They say that he's... It's <laughs> a really good way to put it. Mm. That he's the, you know, the guy who's behind everything. Okay. You know, they had a villain for this whole season. Great. Clairvoyant, that was the one. Oh, I see, right. Yeah, yeah. And and because Jake Chisel was his protege. Uh, but I think it's going to turn out that maybe Jake Chisel comes good before he he's dies. He's probably or... been mind-controlled. Sure. Yeah. We've yeah. all been mind-controlled from time to time. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's not uncommon. We were mind-controlled to drink all that alcohol last That's night. That's right. So I think, and look, I have actually been saying, I'm glad I've been saying this after the, the past few weeks. I'm going like, you know what? It's getting a little bit better. I'm so <laughs> glad, you know. That okay, I understand that. That's fine. Yeah. Are we seeing any more superheroes or villains in the show? Well, Mason, come on, baby steps. Okay, <laughs> Let's fine. Not. Let's not introduce any original Marvel content to the series. <laughs> Let's have them just chase artifacts still. Yeah, are they still right. chasing artifacts? I don't know what they're chasing. I think they're going to be a bit of artifact chasing this week. So yeah, I think if you if you if you've gone out, maybe jump back on board just for that episode. Okay. And the one after, and see what happens. Has Sif made an appearance yet? Yes. Okay. That was alright. That was an alright episode. Great. They brought in our Lorelai. Did she do any action-y stuff? Or yep. did she just yep. sif around? Sif around. <laughs> did she give someone sif for this? <laughs> Which is her special move. Yes. Great. No, that was not a bad episode either. So, yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. I think I think it might, might be coming into Fine, its Fine, let's own. give it another chance. Yeah. Alright, I'm back on board. Alright then. Well, look, Mason. Speaking of giving things another chance. Yes. 
Is, th- is that an actual legitimate link or are you just sure. going Well, let's see. It's tenuous. Hope nobody notices. It's tenuous at best. Okay. But uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh-huh. It's out this week in a lot of regions of the world, including Australia. Yep. I'm actually going to see it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I got an advanced screening, but I can only get one. And if one of us had to do it, well, you know, I'm doing I- it. I can't, retain- <laughs> I can't retain any knowledge or memories, so it's probably best that you do it. So, yeah. That being said, if my YouTube account, uh, account's up, I'll-, I'll put that review up. If mm. not, I guess I'll just watch it for my own personal enjoyment. Ugh. But, uh... Who can be bothered? Th- th- that's it. The reviews at the moment are mixed for this. Mixed to positive, I should say. Mm-hmm. But uh, leading on from Give that, me a quote. Give me a quote. That, a, a mixed to positive quote. It's not bad. I enjoyed a spectacle. A lot of villains. Peter Parker. What a guy. And that's Stanley's review? Yes. Great. <laughs> I think I'm in this one. So, yeah. Uh, basically, though, uh, spinning off from that, we're getting the Venom and Sinister Six movies. Okay. And they're going to be coming before Spider-Man 4, uh-huh. which I think was originally due out 2018, mm-hmm. something like that, which wasn't going to have Mark Webber's director and... Andrew Garfield is not signed on or mm. Tobey Maguire neither of them are signed on huh, there you go <laughs> I'd love it if they just made a Spider-Man 4 to the Sam Raimi universe they just jump back just to jump that. back that would <laughs> yeah. be fantastic but uh so uh the, yeah, or the, they crossed over uh, you know what I yeah. saw an article on that there's a guy on comicbookmovie.com who's named Psycho Jackie or something like that uh-huh. he writes these insane articles is it Jackie L. Haley? that's him yeah right <laughs> uh, I can't remember his actual name on the thing but it, it, he's very well known in the comic book movie uh community but he just writes these weird crossover kind of movies that he wants to see and ideas uh-huh. and, and like these crazy theories for movies or whatever and they're great he's really really good but uh, one of them he said he wants to see the, the two Spider-Man universes combined uh-huh. and I would absolutely want to see that mm. Garfield going up against Maguire yep head to head head to head yeah Mopey versus slightly less Mopey <laughs> flat hair versus big hair Jameson versus Jameson scuffle is there a Jameson in no I don't I, think there I'll is I don't think there is in the second one yeah they'll get there Boo. yeah it's hard to recast though it's like the Joker isn't it yeah once, Re- you, <laughs> once you've found perfection yeah that's it but anyway these maybe he could be the one constant in both universes oh yeah he's the, he's the dimensional crux like they touch him at the same time and then they're pulled into it yeah the exactly same yeah. yes <laughs> basically uh, yeah Venom and Sinister Six movies they've been confirmed as coming mm-hmm uh, the Sinister Six movie, though, is going to be directed, they say, by Drew Goddard, and he did The Cabin in the Woods. You familiar with that movie? Yes, okay. He also wrote Cloverfield, I think, or was one of the writers on Cloverfield, which was a movie. It sure was. Yeah. Remember I, enjoyed, how... I enjoyed Cloverfield. I'm okay with it. Yeah, Remember fine. people thought that was a Voltron movie? They're like, it's a Voltron movie, because there's a Voltron toy on the shelf. It's like, if there's a Voltron toy on the shelf, that would be weird that it would be a Voltron movie. It'd be very odd, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So yeah It's a Voltron universe Where Voltron is both fictional And real <laughs> Yeah that's it So um Yeah I mean I think he's a good choice Have you seen The Cabin in the Woods? Yes I really, it's a great really movie. enjoyed that yeah. You know what though Not everybody is on board with that I showed a friend of mine Who I thought would really enjoyed it And he's like It's really cliche You showed him the DVD card Yeah though. I was like What do you think Look of this? Look at this <laughs> You can rest ha- anything you want on it Look I'm resting a coffee cup on it <laughs> He was not impressed. Mm. But uh, but he was like, yeah, you know what? It was a bit cliched and it, it took a weird turn or whatever. I'm like, but that's that's the point. Yeah, it had it, like, had, <laughs> it had cliched elements to yeah. to draw you away from the fact that it was then going to defy all the genres of that. Exactly. Yeah, all the conventions of that genre. Yeah. Like, spoiler alert, he enjoyed the bit where Chris Hemsworth jumped into a force field and plummeted to his death. <laughs> but that was the only bit that he enjoyed. Right. And I was like, I don't know. So that's why I think that movie didn't do well. Was your well. friend Liam Hemsworth? <laughs> that's you right. You think it was yeah. some sort of familial <laughs> dispute? And he was like, well, I enjoyed the, fo- I enjoyed the part where my brother died. <laughs> So yeah, great choice though for Citizen Six. But Andrew Garfield, you're uh-huh. familiar with Andrew Garfield, yes, the rich man's Tobey Maguire. They uh-huh, say, sure. <laughs> he's he said that uh, in an interview that it's they've kind of mapped it out like the Avengers with villains. 
I don't know what that means. No, I think it's just... No, if they have mapped it out like that, it'd just be a case of... No, it'd just be we grab a couple from the Spider-Man films. Yeah. And then they come together like an unlikely motley crew. Sure. Like and the they pull off a crew. thing. Yeah, and they pull off a thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's redemption involved, though. Nah. You don't think so? I don't want redemption. In a That's what's going to happen, yeah. though. Because otherwise people aren't going to be on board with watching six villains, like, I don't know, go into the New York subway and, like, pumpkin bomb everybody. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know good what I mean? point. Like, good point. People are like, that has to be redeeming elements to it. I always find that the, the Spider-Man villains largely are kind of... They're more they're more fun. Yeah. Like, they they're, they're more... I always, see. I, I guess I always see them as the kind of like eighties, nineties villains. Yep. Where they don't. There, there was a there was a clear delineation. I think at a certain point, villains started like murdering the hero's girlfriend and stuffing them in fridges and stuff like that. Yep. But before that, it was just like crazy jewel heists all yeah, the yep. time. You know, like the the shocker is going. Yeah, in the shocker's it. always stealing a <laughs> doing a crazy jewel heist and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that's I guess how I picture all the Spider Man villains still. There yeah. was a there was a, um, a story like a while ago, a few years ago, called uh, Secret War. Mm. Ah, I want to talk about that later. But anyway, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, basically, the Shield accountants had a look look at all the villains and went, okay, well, here's your here's a B list villain like a D list villain like Killer Shrike, yeah. who's got a battle suit that enables him to defy gravity and shoot lasers out of his hands and it gives him superhuman strength or whatever. That would have cost him millions of dollars, and then he just goes and robs banks and he gets like twenty grand when he robs a bank. Why did he do that? Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. And then they realized, well, somebody else is funding all these villains, so it must be terrorism. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. you know. That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. And so they okay. and it turned out, spoiler alert, it was Dr. Doom. It was Latveria. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. He's a real prick, that he guy. He's a real <laughs> prick. <laughs> What's that Spider Man comic where he makes Spider Man steal a jewel? That's one. Of, that's my favorite. That's what you, do you want to? You know what? Let's talk about that later. Let's talk about yeah? that later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. We, we will right. come back to that because I remember you telling me that and going, "That is amazing," and yeah, I still yeah. haven't read it. Huh. But so yeah, I, I guess that's okay that they're making this movie. But yeah. So, so anyway, I, I feel that's yeah. I like a like an eighties nineties villain yep. just having a fun making a yeah. making a crazy jewel heist. Yeah. The um, the Flash villains, the Rogues, yeah, are yeah. all kind of. Yeah, they're, they're crazy dual heist as well. Did you say rogues or rose? Rogues. Ah, so I was about to go. Weather every wizard. Rose yes. has its thorns. Yeah. So like weather wizard and like uh, the top and you know mirror master. Mark and all Hamill. These guys. Yeah. All the these silly. Show. All these silly ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah. trickster. He's got a trickster. The trickster. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, yeah. He does have a lot of silly villains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that'll be more fun. Yeah. Exactly. I want. I want. A, I want a fun Sinister Six film. Sure. Ocean's Eleven style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. I think with a director like Drew Goddard behind it, you might very well get that. Mason. Better. The end. I'm watching you, Goddard. <laughs> Now, uh, Jeff Wadlow, he directed Kick-Ass 2, mm-hmm. which you thought was okay. Thumbs down. Okay. And uh, he's said to be directing the X-Force movie when they get around to making that. Okay, cool. It's said that he's rumoured to be on board to write and direct the He-Man movie. Hello. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yes. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I've, again, it's been a long time since I've seen the last... Master Ma- of the Universe. What a film. movie! But that's got to be yeah. You'd have to be something special to to defeat that. Yeah. That well, film, I think. Look, that that movie came out in 1987. Actually, the, my my video which I made for this week, which I cannot put online. Yep. <laughs> I talk about this. Now put it on metacafe.com. That's not a bad idea. Put it on. Put it on Vimeo. Ah. Make it HD. Ah, oh, super crisp. It's for dickheads though. Just have a lot of real attractive young people running through like running through like a field of flowers <laughs> in HD. 
just real and have have some indie music behind it. Get Jose Gonzalez to put some <laughs> to put some acoustic, you know, some some poignant acoustic guitar behind it. It'd be really great. I think you found a new direction for my creative outlet. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you've yeah, done yeah, it there. Yeah, twee, that's you. It's you, mate. So yeah, but like that movie uh, which came out in '97. Oh, that was one of the first kind of action movies that I saw because we had a copy of it that I used to watch in the '90s again uh-huh. and again. First of all, Skeletor from that, played played by Frank Langella, Langella yeah. who's um, in Robot and Frank, and he's in the, uh, he's Perry White and Superman Returns. Right, he's right. Skeletor, yeah. But um, he that was like the first villain that I ever saw, which like truly terrified me. Mm. This horrible, horrific man, and I, I just remember it being really funny and action packed and whatever. And because I, I loved He Man at the time, do you think it still is? No, not no, at absolutely. all. Absolutely, don't go back. <laughs> it's not good don't at do all. It. But um, that was a really formative move for me because even then, when I saw Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. What was that? Don't know. <laughs> you just did a weird twitch. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. It's good. been a long night. <laughs> I'm sure has. But um, yeah, even when I saw Darth Vader, I was like, he's nowhere nearly as terrifying as live action skeletons. Yes, exactly. So you know. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, this this movie though is gonna make uh, make not make them the same same mistake as the last one, where they're not gonna bring them into the real world. They're right. Keep it in a turn. Okay. Cool. Which is the way you should do it. Yes. If you had to cast He Man and you couldn't pick pick Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> who would you pick as He Man? Ah, uh, The Rock in a weird blonde bob wig. Yes, absolutely. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know who's left. Who's what who's about Jason left? Momoa? Okay, he might look good as a blonde. Mm. Um, Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, that'd work. Yeah. I guess. Is he too brickheaded? <laughs> Isn't He Man very brickheaded? He's very brickheaded. Okay, excellent choice, mate. <laughs> good. So yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Here's some more exciting news. I'm ready. Sequel news. Did you see the Karate Kid remake with Will- Willow Smith? No, that was the next Karate Kid. Oh, okay, Kid. then no, I didn't. You didn't see the Willow Smith remake? Nope. Jaden Smith remake? Jaden Smith remake, <laughs> Remember yes. what it was? That's getting a sequel with Jaden Smith. He's back. In Pog form. No, I don't know. No, I'm not going to say that. Why would I say it? Sweet Simpsons reference. Yeah, I've got no interest in that. You know what? That first movie is not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake. But Jackie Chan in that movie puts in an amazing performance. I think one of his all-time best. There's a scene where he gets real emotional and he breaks down and he cries. Uh-huh. And he's really good in it. But there's also another scene where he beats up 20 kids. And you can find Fantastic. it on YouTube. Go and check it out. Excellent. So, so he, gets a decent, he gets a decently choreographed fight sequence yeah, in that. Where he's he, beating up children. Sure. Yes, that's right. It's really, really good. But uh, that's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that what they're trying to do is because After Earth tanked yep. badly. We haven't seen that, have we? No. Um, that's I think, probably why it tanked. Yes, that's right. Because <laughs> we see a movie on average like... 27 million times each. So. That's it. Yeah. But um, uh, I think this is their, the studio's way to kind of like try and make him a star, a legitimate star, uh-huh. by bringing him back to an established franchise and with a semi-successful movie to a character that they know worked for him. Right. But he's, he's, he's little Jaden Smith with braids or whatever looks very different than 17-year-old Jaden Smith smug face saying dumb things on Twitter, Jaden Smith. Right. Have you yeah. read any of Jaden Smith's Twitters? I see a highlight every once in a while. I mean, I know he's 17, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, he's just a lunatic. Right. <laughs> and maybe the bigwigs at Hollywood have got to come after me, Mason. But mm. my YouTube channel's down. What, what are what they going to do? What else can take from me? Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I, you know I, shouldn't, I shouldn't pay out on him because he's just a kid, really. Yeah. Five months when I was 17. Mm-hmm. My God. You knew me when I was 17. Yeah. I was not great, was I? You're a monster. <laughs> All right, Michael Bay. I would like to see you beat up by Jackie Chan when you were seventeen. I'll tell you what. Uh, Michael Bay has confirmed that Transformers Four is the start of a new trilogy. 
He may not direct the entire trilogy, but he probably will because he's an egotistical prick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that was already kind of known, but that now it's confirmed. Okay. What do you think? Kids got movies they got to see. Sure. It's fine. Hang on, there's a bug in front of me. That was really loud. Was that satisfying? Did you <laughs> I don't think it? I got it. Well. He'll be back yeah. and I'll be ready. Mm, no, so, what not. were you saying? Uh, kids got to see movies. Sure. Kids movies, you know? Yeah. With the transforming and that. That's it. Love a good transformation. It is what it is. Yeah, it is. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Star Wars Mason mm-hmm. is going to start shooting soon or has started shooting. Who cares? But <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do uh, a four-week shoot in Abu Dhabi, which okay. I assume is going to be Tatooine because apparently they're rebuilding I'm the assuming Tatooine they're going to use the old Sex and the City 2 <laughs> sets, right? That's what's going to happen. <laughs> that movie is so offensive. Well, and no, I don't, don't want to get into it. No, don't get into it again. <laughs> but uh, basically... This is another thing I put on my video, which I'm going to talk about now. Do we need to see... You know t- what you're going to have to do from this point is just narrate what is in each of your videos. Because <laughs> right. you can't, you can't right. show them. No, you can't. can't just go to them. So you're going to have to say, okay, and then I put a funny picture of Robert Downey Jr., but he's got a chicken on his head. You know? <laughs> and it could be for the blind as well. Great. Yeah. You're but a bas- Yeah, I am. Don't you think that um, where Tatooine's a bit played out now? It's in every movie except Empire Strikes Back. Uh, and why do people going back keep going back to this planet? Plus, everybody who's ever been there is dead or left. That's true, or eaten by a Sarlacc. <laughs> yes, man. that's right. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's a nice throwback. Yeah, it's a throwback. It's a nice anchor to the series. Yeah. You can you you know you can always recognize that planet. I guess. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think Luke um goes back and lives in Obi-Wan's hut for a bit. Or Matt, that might be in the Shadows of the Empire book. Uh-huh. But they're always going back in the expanded universe for whatever contrived reason. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's got a cool little space bar. Maybe somebody could blow it up. Yeah, sure. That would be... <laughs> you know, just clean house. Yeah, just done. So, yeah, I guess that's okay or not. Did we get the Moss Eisley spaceport in Phantom Menace or any of those other... I think we got bits and pieces of it. Okay. I they they go, go there. That. They go there in Phantom Menace, don't they? That's Moss Eisley. Would you watch... A heist movie where all the the guys te- they meet in the Mos Eisley spaceport, the Sinister Six, those guys, yeah, Sinister Six <laughs> style, and they go out and they do a heist. Absolutely, they do a Death Star heist during the events of New Hope. I want to see movies set within that time period. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because there are like side calls and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. The Splinter of the Mind's Eye happened in between. Yep. A New Hope and Empire Strikes yep. Back, maybe. Yep. I think that, I think you're right. My yeah. favorite Star Wars book, and you know I've read them all. Yeah, you love it. Uh, Shadows of the Empire mm-hmm. is set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Right. Um, that that book uh, in the mid '90s came out to massive fanfare. Uh-huh. That was kind of like they say the testing ground to see whether uh, new Star Wars films were viable. Right. Yeah. They released a soundtrack for it, and they had to introduce new villains and, and whatever. Han Solo was frozen. They introduced a guy called Dash Ren. Oh, who, yeah. who is exactly like Ed Solo right, and conveniently killed at the end of the film I think he comes back in the, right. and not filming the book I think he comes back at some point or whatever uh-huh. so I would love to see a Shadows of the Empire movie mm-hmm. you couldn't, couldn't do it because yeah. Luke's heavily featured in it and whatever I think my Death Star heist idea is fantastic but now that I've just thought about it <laughs> I don't want to say I've, my, my that is a great bad. idea but I mean that, that, the Death Star's a big place sure all sorts of stuff could have been happening many things maybe that's already happened maybe there's already a that might be. A novel or whatever. Expanded Universe. A novella? Yeah, a graphic absolutely. novel? Correct. Yeah, yeah, Probably sure. Alright. If not, i got dibs on it. <laughs> You've got dibs on that particular storyline of the Star Wars yeah, Universe. Yeah, no matter who does it, I get some royalties from that. <laughs> okay, done. Great. Yeah, I like that. You're a good guy, Mason. Thank you. You're, you're, you're alright. Mm. 
Alright, Mason, that's pretty much the news for this week. Love it. Oh, also, Guy Ritchie's doing a um, King Arthur reboot thing. Who cares? Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, wait, do you think it'll have attitude? Do you think it'll be Plunkerton McLean style? Where, oh, I hope so. Where it's back in the old-timey times, but everybody's got, like, 90s bobber swagger <laughs> kind of thing. Everybody's headbutting everybody else. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yep, nice. Oh, I hope so. Mm. Um... But did you see the King Arthur 2004 one with Clive Owen? No. Yeah. wasn't very good. Great. It was one of the ones who tried to stay really true to the actual story. Was Keira Knightley in that yeah, one? Keira Knightley, I didn't it? see it. And it was mostly set in a weird, depressing swamp world. And Great. it just wasn't good. Uh. <laughs> it wasn't good. Mm. But okay, yeah. Listen, Mason, this week on Tuesday, we're going to be recording our The Amazing Spider-Man commentary track. For real. So by Tuesday, hopefully, or Tuesday night, I'll hopefully have that up line. And I'll um, hopefully have watched it. Yes, by then. But I just uh, that will be available at, at theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com. Again, thank you to all the people who have been downloading our Captain America commentary track. Whether that's paid or not paid, Any, anything, we however appreciate you get it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But Michael Davies um, donated $20, Ooh. and Hendrix Hobson donated $10. Thank you, friends. I know, right? Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Again, we're not going to die this month, are we? I mean, we probably. I mean, this is unrelated to that, but I'm just saying we're going to die this month. I was worried a little bit early this morning (laughs) that maybe I was going to die this week, but so yeah, there were other people that um, a lot of other people that did chuck in, you know, between like one and five dollars. And I'm sorry for not going through them individually. I was supposed to do it this morning, but then I got caught up with this whole YouTube thing and I didn't get around (laughs) to it. So any excuse? I know, right? Oh, my life's falling apart. (laughs) So yeah, we really appreciate that. So Mm. come back uh, Tuesday. Hopefully, that will be up by then. And feel free to donate. There's a pay now button. That's actually the donate button if you want to donate. Again, do not feel obliged. Feel free to steal it, rip it. You can play it. There's a player there. You can just play it do straight that. off. You do whatever. Go into your temporary internet files. Get it out of the cage. <laughs> That's do it. that. It's fine. Find us at... I've done that back in the day. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Find us at gunpoint. Make us do it again in your house. Uh-huh. Any of those things are fine. Yeah. So, yeah. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother... Or sales. I definitely prefer. Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all in one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure. But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will. Because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. 
all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects. Now, Mason, you had some news. Something well, it wasn't so much about. news, but um, a friend of the show, listener yeah. of the show, big booster of the show, yeah. uh, a Ralphie A, who yeah. you might know as uh, Ralphie from the show A Cake Boss. Hello, Cake Boss. From the Boss. medium of television, <laughs> and maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> Uh, he had a, a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he listens to it uh, at the uh, the old cake shop, yeah, yeah. which is uh, fantastic. Yeah, a lot of aggressive Italian guys in that shop. Have you noticed? How do you mean? A lot of aggressive Italian guys. I've never noticed that. <laughs> okay, right. Should I be saying? No, this? it's a, no, it's a smooth, it's a smoothly run workplace. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no worries. That's what people want on television is a really smoothly run. Maybe that's my uninteresting ra- workplace. <laughs> you know, maybe that's Nobody my racism. That's my racism. That's my own prejudice that I put on that. Yes, isn't it? absolutely. God damn it. Anyway, he tweeted at us and he yeah. suggested, and I think this is a great idea, uh, and it's, it's something we will probably talk about in this episode. Yeah, is um. Is a, a Death's Head movie. Are you familiar with Death's Head? You know what? I'm not that familiar with it. And I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fill me um, in. And it's it's he he's made he's made a recent reappearance in the Marvel universe. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. And he would fit very well, and I and I agree with Ralphie that it, he would fit very well at the very least as a cameo appearance in Guardians, the new up, the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure, but um, I would like to see this also as a. As a standalone movie, can you can you talk about the character? Absolutely. The well, uh, when I was a kid, yeah, uh, this is this is basically an excuse for me to talk about him because he's my, one of my favorite characters. Sure. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, um, in Australia we got both the American Transformers comic book and we also got the British Transformers comic book, which sounds horrendous when you think about I it. Would never. It, no, suggest you, such a thing. What what you're thinking right now is like very proper robots who transform into like. Teapots and like horse-drawn carriages I was and stuff like that. that. I was but thinking you're wrong. I was thinking Biddy and the Beast. Yes, <laughs> with Transformers. That's what you. But you're wrong. <laughs> Basically, um, the the British Transformers comic was weekly. Okay. And so they needed a lot more content. Yeah. And so like they got like British writers and artists to to do additional stories like colors of color ones like the team who do paddington bear and whatever all that kind of stuff yeah the paddington bear guys sure (laughs) absolutely the keeping up appearances the team the uh what's the one that pirate with the the mouth captain pugwash captain pugwash (laughs) pugwash yeah that's that's them (laughs) anyway so the marvel uk introduced uh into the transforms uk series uh, this character called Death's Head, mm-hmm. who was a bounty, like a like a giant robot bounty hunter mm-hmm. or freelance peacekeeping agent, as he called it. Gotcha. Uh, who was essentially variously hired to assassinate various Decepticons and Autobots. Oh. Like uh, initially, he was hired to kill Galvat- Galvatron. Yeah. And then later, the Decepticons rehired him to kill Rodimus Prime. Right. And so, and he, and but essentially, as a character, he's been around for several decades now. And he is essentially tangled with everybody in the Marvel universe. Like, he was, he was, he, is, he attempted to kill Galvatron. Yeah, didn't work out so much. He traveled through time for a little bit. He encountered the nineteen eighties Transformers. He blew up Bumblebee, who was <laughs> then resurrected as Goldbug. Right. Uh, he was. He came back to the future, unrelated. Uh, he attempted to destroy Rodimus Prime. Didn't work out so much. He sort of tangled with all those guys. He. Uh, in flying through space and time in his time travel vehicle, he ran into the Doctor, the Seventh Doctor. The Seventh Doctor? Yeah. Which so one's he? Uh, Sylvester Salary? McCoy. Yes. Uh, no, that, that was fine. Straw hat? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, who then shrunk him down to human size. Right. He was then sent further into the future. 
He, t- he fought these guys called Dragon's Claws who destroyed him. He was put back together again. Can I stop you for a sec? Is yes. this all off the top of your head? Yes. Okay, He's gone into the... He goes into the past again. He, uh, let's see, he fought She-Hulk. Right. He fought... He joined the Time Variance Authority who are like the Marvel Time Police. He fought the Fantastic Four. Uh, he... Oh, gosh. Let me think. He's fought Sword who are like an extraterrestrial... I like, know Sword, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who, who like... They're like a spin-off of She-Hulk. They're like Space Shield, yeah. They're yeah. like Space Shield. Yeah, yeah. Um... Man, who else? Well, you know what, though? Yes. Tying into this, uh-huh. Michael Bay said there's a player in Transformers 4 who, j- who drops in and has his own agenda, and as soon as he does that, he's going to leave. Interesting. Now that I've heard this, that could sounds like him? it could very well be Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, um, the ownership of Death's Head's a little bit muddy. Okay. Because technically, if something appears in like a, a Transformers comic book, it's owned yeah. by Hasbro. Oh, okay. But actually, if you want to know anything about Death's Head, just Google... Just go to Google Image Search and Google Death's Head High Noon Tex, which is his first appearance, which is like a single page okay. uh, a thing that appeared in a lot of Marvel UK comic books. And it's sort of, uh, it's sort of a, a good introduction of this character who's just... He's a real prick, basically. He's a total prick. <laughs> so he's a, what, what actually is he? He's, a, he's an android. He's an android, okay, yeah. yeah. Who was built with a combination of technology and magic. So it's <laughs> my favourite. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Uh, he, and actually, yeah, so he's recently appeared again in the Marvel Universe. Uh, he was hired to engage in gladiatorial combat with Iron Man. Sure. Uh, who, had, who had recently made a journey into space. So Was that when he joined the Guardians of the Galaxy That was team? just before that. Just before that, okay. Yeah, 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 so yeah. he's made an enemy of everybody in the universe, essentially. He so. sounds like the most amazing character that's ever been created. I know, and it's weird that so few... <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm glad he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that um, sounds like he's kind of wasted in a Michael Bay Transformers movie. If he that's is kind true. of wasted because he'll and fuck also, that up. And again, this is this sort of leads into what we're going to talk about this week because mm. I would love to see that played out live action or in CGI or animation or whatever, but it's far too insane and far reaching yeah. to, to make happen. You're right. Like I would like to. He's, he's got to appear somewhere, but that's that's going to be a lot of work. Absolutely. Mm. That's a great suggestion from yeah. from Ralph. Absolutely. What a great bloke. So yeah, so that's obviously a movie that you'd want to see. Yes. I've actually, in preparation for this, yes. listed some some comic story arcs or standalone issues or whatever that I'd like to see adapted uh-huh. that we also could talk about. Do you have more than Death's Head? I've got a few more. You've sure. got no more, do you? I'll think of some. <laughs> think of some. Give, 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 me, give me a little one, mate. Go and then we'll, then we'll see what happens, eh? So I thought, uh, well, Jack Sheehan, who writes into the show a bit, he's a great guy. He's, we called him, uh, he wrote as Jack Poison Lip Sheehan last week. Oh, what's the team? But he, he fought AIM. He fought AIM. Essentially, <laughs> there was a, there was a oh, I forgot, I just remember this. There was a, there was a, AIM built a robot called Minion. Right. right? It was sort of like a biomechanical robot creature, right? Sure. And he, his, his mission was to go around the world killing a variety of, like notable figures and absorbing their personalities and their powers and like stuff like Abe that. Like Abe Lincoln? Yeah, like Abe Lincoln. He'd okay. kill an Abe Lincoln, whatever. Sure. But anyway, essentially, he, he killed Death's Head uh, and attempted to like absorb his personality and his, you know, his skills and whatever. Yeah. And then Death's Head just took over his body. Okay, right. And then he became Death's Head too. And then he just... More mayhem happened. <laughs> That's great. He's killed a lot he of people. He sounds like Space Deadpool. He's a little bit like Space Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, um, he's got a very dry sense of humour. Sure. Yeah. And he's a prick. <laughs> It's so. my favourite combination yeah. of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, Jack Sheen, who it was Jack Poison Lip Sheen, who wrote in last week. Uh-huh. He was called that because we, I think you suggested that's the guy who had the lip surgery. Mm. And you said maybe they've given him poison lips right, or whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. that's the same guy. But anyway, he emailed in a while back saying, what story, comic story arcs do you, do you want to see made into films? Uh-huh. So this week, I thought, coming off the back of Captain America and whatever, this week we'll talk exclusively about Marvel Comics we want to see made 
into movies. Uh-huh. But we need a rating system, Mason. Okay. From the perspective of a lot of these are going to be impossible to make. Absolutely. Like the one you've just mentioned. So the rating system I've decided is likely or you've screwed us again, Hollywood. Fantastic. So, so I'd say for that first one, it definitely falls You've screwed into- us again, Hollywood. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah. So look, as I say, uh, every week I think if you've got a topic, please write in um, uh-huh. and, and we'll hopefully we'll get around to it eventually. But John, I'm going to kick it off. With kick one it off, mate. This is a pretty uh, standard one which everybody has talked about. It's nowhere near as interesting as the one you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Civil War. Yeah, right? okay. For those uh, unfamiliar, and there's, there'll be mild spoilers for these comics if you, if you haven't read them, so just be aware of that. I feel also a lot of... We've had... We should, we should go from the perspective of a lot of... A lot of, I think, famous comic book story arcs have sort of been filtered into the main Marvel yes. movie universe, but a lot of them just just small elements. Yep. And maybe in a lot of cases, that's the only way we can go. Like X-Men 2 yep, yep. was uh, based on God Loves, Man Kills, which was quite... There were similar elements. There was kind of a like a fake Cerebro that could kill everybody in the world. Yeah, was, yeah. There was a character called Striker, but he, yep. was, uh, he was Reverend Striker and not General Striker. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Little things like that. Well, I guess it's also like they'll never, for, for example, do the demon in a bottle story arc. But yep. you see him get super drunk in Iron Man Exactly, so that's... So I like think in a lot of cases, pieces. they just go, hey, remember that story? Can we compress that into one scene? Yeah, exactly. And there it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But basically, Civil War is basically where there's a superhero re- registration act that's put into place um, requiring... Because uh, there was a massive uh, accident where some kind of amateur superheroes wiped out this whole kind of town. Well, there's a, the New Warriors, so, yeah. New Warriors, that's right. Like, a massive kind of area because they went up against... They were filming a reality television thing and it just... That were completely outclassed, and then this whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, due to that, Tony Stark and Shield decide to put in place uh, steps to prevent this from happening again. And every superhero has to be registered, and their identity needs to be known. Mm-hmm. Which uh, to a lot of superheroes that um, they rely on keeping their identity secret, so that you know villains and whatever don't come after their family and etc. Uh-huh. etc. Basically, the Marvel universe is split in two. You've got uh, Iron Man on one side, mm-hmm. um, who's all for the registration, and Captain America on the other side, who they think is going to be on board with the registration He's act. Captain America. Exactly. Everybody knows who Captain America is. Then, you know, And so they thought, well, Steve Rogers, they know who he is. Well, mm-hmm. He's obviously going to be a good you know, front man for this and he decides to gather up all the, the superheroes and pit them against mm-hmm. each other. The problem with this is, though, doing it, it requires a lot of backstory and a lot of setup and a whole lot of different characters which haven't even been introduced to mm-hmm. the universe. Yeah. I'd like to see a version of this kind of worked into Captain America 3. Uh-huh. Can you imagine, right? Captain America 3 where if you pitted... Captain America's crew against Iron Man's crew, that would very well rival the Batman vs. Superman kind of thing at this point. You're probably right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So from that perspective, but also at the same point, it's it'd be hard to make it in a way that it doesn't seem really contrived. Yeah. Just over the the period of one movie. Yeah, and also I mean? there aren't that many there aren't that many superheroes. No, not at this point. In the in the Marvel movie universe the thing about Civil War that it worked if only we had a TV show where they could introduce them weekly yeah I know right <laughs> that'll never happen though let's find some rocks in a, somewhere in Cuba or something that are magic rocks yeah yeah because it works in the comic book universe because there's so many superheroes that's right and in the movie universe we've got only a few superheroes ultimately and a lot of them are, have publicly known identities yeah like we know that Iron Man is Tony Stark yeah we know that Captain America is Steve Rogers. Yeah. Who else is left? We know that Thor is Thor. Yeah, he's just a guy called Thor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, uh, I mean, Hawkeye, I Hawkeye guess. Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Their identities are in public now anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. After the events of... You mean Black Widow? Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 
Scarlett Johansson. That's exactly it. It's also, um, yeah. We know who Scarlett Johansson we is, guys, certainly right? Do. Uh, Tony Stark, I can't imagine the movie version of Tony Stark. He's way more lighthearted and anti authority than he is in the comics. He really is, yeah. He's a very different character. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't realize that, but the comic book Tony Stark is very, very different. Mm. He's very somber and kind of down on himself all the time. Yeah. He's a real dick. <laughs> no, he's good. I like him. But um, he wouldn't be pro registration, I'd imagine. But I guess the way they could work it in is if Tony Stark's going to head up the new Avengers team in the Avengers Tower mm-hmm. and he maybe starts up his own S.H.I.E.L.D. agency, mm-hmm. then that's a condition of working for him and that's trying to, something he's trying to push on all superheroes. Because he's always been very open about who he is uh-huh. and people being accountable for their actions. In the movie even also, because that's why he turns around his whole life because he's suddenly making amends for the, for the weapons of mass destruction he's made. Mm-hmm. And so everything that he does is kind of a step towards... Redemption. Redemption, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe that will, will kind of do it. But also, on the other hand, you've got a whole lot of characters that play a massive part in that story. Sue Storm, Spider-Man, like there's a clone robot Thor. Thor, yep, uh-huh, sure. And, but uh, most of those, except for the Thor, you couldn't use because they're owned by other companies. Right. And all those characters play a big part in it because a big part of that story arc is Spider-Man now masks himself. Yes. Which has now been retconned. Because he made a deal with the devil and yeah, yeah, but like stuff like that you can't do, and that's a big turning point because Reed Richards also sides with one sides with Tony Stark and Sue Storm defects to Captain America's side. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Man also after he takes his mask off, he, he kind of gets conflicted about who he is, and he gets a t- an Iron Man suit that he's around. Yeah, I was just about it. to mention the Iron. There's Man a whole suit, bunch of which stuff has, which has three. Like three spider arms on Yeah. It. Why does it have three? <laughs> Make it four. Come on. Maybe his head is an arm. Oh, yeah, good that's, point. That's yeah. right. That's a really good point. So, yeah, I mean, from that perspective, you could do a kind of watered-down version of it. And even then, I'd like to see it, but I would say the chances of this being a faithful adaptation is unlikely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've screwed us again, Hollywood. You've screwed us again, Hollywood. There we go. Uh, actually, one I'd like to talk about. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you remember it, but this is one uh, back from the... Uh, I guess the very late eighties. Mm-hmm. It was called Acts of Vengeance. Okay, and on the surface of it, it kind of it, it could kind of tie into the the regular. Mm, maybe you couldn't. It could sort of it could sort of tie into the the movie continuity. Sure. Essentially, uh, uh, what happened is Loki. So that works so far. We've got, you screwed we've, us again, Hulk. No, we've, we've got Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Loki attempts to. Loki wants revenge on Thor, and he wants yeah. revenge on the Avengers. Yeah. Um, Revengers. Revengers, thank you. Um, essentially because, well, he hates his brother, and also because... Uh, he <laughs> Who doesn't? Was, yeah, and he was also largely responsible for creating the Avengers yep. in the comic book universe and in the movie universe. Yeah. They came together to fight him, and yeah, there yeah. it is. So essentially what he, what he does is he gathers all the Marvel villains, mm-hmm. and he sort of coerces them into switching heroes. Okay. So the yeah, idea yeah. being that... You know, Magneto will fight Spider Man. Yeah. And because Spider Man's completely unfamiliar with his with his power set and whatever, yeah, yeah. Magneto will just crush him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so essentially sort of Loki, you know, he he breaks open some supervillain prisons and he lets a lot of minor villains escape and just sort sort of has all switch sides and send him against you know all Whoever. The, yeah, yeah, whoever, exactly. That yeah, sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. This also it didn't work out so well, uh, for a lot of reasons. A because Marvel Heroes, you know, they're they're the best. That's true. But also, it was also a, a story arc wherein Spider-Man inadvertently gained the powers of Captain Universe for a few months. Right. So essentially, a whole bunch of villains went after Spider-Man. You know, with with the idea that they were going to crush him. Yeah. But then it turned out Spider-Man can do anything. Okay. Right. So he could, you know, he could, you know, shoot his webs around a bomb and then turn the webbing into an adamantium box. 
right and then what and that's gonna, it what okay gotcha yeah so it, it, yeah spider-man could fly and shoot energy beams and yeah, yeah. you know survive in space and you know all this sort of stuff yeah yeah so it was Poses um, zero threat yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so it was um it was a fun it was a super fun storyline sure so elements of that could work yeah you know we got loki we've got uh, you know the trading villains that whole yeah, thing yeah. but again we need Spider-Man we need yep mm. you know what the other problem with that is a lot of the villains that people have mm. there's not a lot of really definitive Marvel villains that, that they've introduced into the movies who haven't died that's true yeah like Red Skull I know is in space or whatever but if you pit Red Skull against Thor yeah he's gonna get smashed yeah but he's, what about all yeah what if, what if Red Skull's got a lot of Hydra weapons good point yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a really good yeah. point but um mm. Yeah, I don't think there's enough established villains who are alive that they could use for that as well. Mm, but that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also a sequence where Spider-Man punches the Hulk into orbit. So <laughs> that's pretty fun. That sure is. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. All right. Well, so what do you think? Likely or Hollywood something? You've Hollywood got us. screwed us again. You've absolutely, got us Hollywood. Yeah. There's also the because I was a big Spider-Man reader at the time. Yeah, yeah. And there was a essentially a a scene the 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 opening sort of gambit of. Uh, of Acts of Vengeance was the Trapster who's a who's a I guess sort of more or less a Fantastic Four villain mm. who just like shoots glue guns and stuff like that and he essentially he he came up to Spider-Man and, and gave him a pasting so okay, to speak right. <laughs> and then sort of the next issue Spider-Man gains incredible powers and just pulps him it's, it's pretty it was super fun <laughs> that find that great. issue if nothing else sure absolutely yeah. alright well the, the, my, my second one again is pretty obvious uh-huh. and I think this is that we may be saying this uh, the death of Captain America uh-huh, yeah. or a variation of that now you've gotten in trouble for spoiling <laughs> I've got in by, trouble by speculating that maybe Captain America will die at some point in the future on that same Easter egg uh, video that I put up I, I mentioned that um, the, some of the Easter eggs in Captain America allude to the death of Captain America they introduced uh, they introduced Crossbones Bucky Barnes is holding the shield at some point who may take over or whatever and someone was very upset that I've potentially spoiled Captain by America by saying a thing that you think might happen yeah, yeah exactly I feel that is what got you in trouble yeah you're probably yeah. right but you know what the thing is though the, the... I didn't pick him as Crossbones in the film no I guess he must yeah I guess that makes sense yeah I, yeah I didn't recognise the name nah no, that's fair well yeah because he's not really known as Brock Rumlow is he no so you know I should have known though <laughs> you should have known yeah yeah they probably say his name once right you okay. know so it's, uh-huh. there's a lot going on there but like it, the thing about spoiling that comic is the spoiler is in the name of the comic, right? Exactly. <laughs> right? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. it happens very early in the comic as well. Uh, also, people say I think someone else said that I spoiled the fact that Crossbones killed Captain America, but that's not actually how it happens. I'm not going to go into how it happens, yeah. but there's a whole lot of other stuff going on there that I'm not going to get into. You can't say anything on the internet, man. It's yeah. a crazy place. It's a wild west. <laughs> We're shutting this down right now. <laughs> so yeah, but um, I think. Even if you didn't have... The problem with what they've done with bringing back Agent Coulson is mm-hmm. that anybody in the Marvel Universe now, like the comics, can be brought back and death is not permanent. Right. Uh, even though they destroyed the thing that, that brought Coulson back and whatever. And they also brought Sky back from the dead in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, so did, have, we ever, have we definitively determined how Coulson came back yet? I can't remember. It's a head. They were messing with his head. And there was a drug that they gave him, but they also gave Sky and then right, you get okay, better. Yeah. Okay. And maybe it's magic or I don't know. Yeah, but see, there's definitely a way... See, they've, they've mishandled that. Mm. There's definitely a way you could bring back a character from the dead, mm. but not have him actually come back from the dead. Yeah. There's so many options that yeah. they've... LMD. LMD. Hologram. They could have just, you know, they they could have just spirited away... Poster. Po- yeah. <laughs> just a poster of them. Yeah, just a po- <laughs> Oh, no, he just got stabbed through the a poster. A wooden dummy. Wooden dummy. But yeah, they could have just said we took him away before he died yeah. we put him on a respirator 
then whatever. He's a, he's a, yeah. he, he didn't die. We just got him medical attention really quickly. Yeah. And now he's okay. And yeah. we just kept it low key. Kept it low key to, yeah. get to keep the Avengers on side. Yeah, That's exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, you mm. could have, you're right. They could have absolutely done it like that. Uh-huh. But um, I think, though, you could do Death of Captain America without actually killing Captain America if you didn't want to do that. Mm. Like you said, you could incapacitate him in one some way and then Bucky has to take over for whatever reason. Yeah. I think that'd be a, a variation of that. I'd, I'd be very happy to see, especially because Chris Evans has three films left, and um, the guy who plays uh, Stan Sebastian, I think his name is, I can't remember. I always get his name mixed up with Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's got like nine films on his contract, uh-huh. so I, I think there's a very good chance of that, that happens. Sorry if I spoiled um, <laughs> yeah. that that seven year old comic for anybody, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'd say likely mm-hmm. Hollywood. There you go. We got you. Okay. You know. Yeah. And here's another likely one. What about the Infinity Gauntlet? Well, I, I assumed, I, I assumed Avengers. Likely. I assumed Avengers Two was going to be that's what I thought. Infinity Gauntlet based, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen a lot of elements. We know Thanos exists in the Marvel universe. He will be in Guardians of the we Galaxy. We have seen the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna use that? I think so, definitely. Okay, right. I think that's that's been the play from the get go. Do you think that they kind of just threw in a whole bunch of references to Marvel artifacts and stuff like that? And just saw what most See people what were interested in. <laughs> Probably, I, feel yeah. was, I feel that's kind of the way yeah, they yeah. went. Like there was, there were other elements. There was, there was like Doctor Do- Doctor Strange's, like Aya Bagamotto. Like his. Oh, is that in something? That's in. That's in. The, that's also in the treasure room. Is it? Yeah, that's also. Know in the, that? Okay. It yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 So, I think they were just were like, what is the best fan reaction yep. to all this stuff? And people went Infinity Gauntlet. Sure. So absolutely. I think that's pretty much. Okay. I think that's a lock. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'd say Avengers 3. I mean, and how many gems have we seen? We've seen the Mind Gem and the Tesseract and the bloody... The, the red one from Thor. <laughs> the red one from Thor, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. we've seen them all. Yeah, yeah. It's Look, I'd say, like, I'd say that's very, very likely and that's what they're building to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, they're, what they're doing with the Guardians of the Galaxy and they're, they're slowly introducing elements of space travel and uh-huh. magic or whatever, which all builds toward the Infinity Gauntlet. Because if you open with the Infinity Gauntlet, that's like watching Green Lantern. <laughs> like it's you just don't want to do that, nonsense yeah. from space so and yeah, references exactly. yeah. you don't know. So mm. they've made the right play here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If that's where they're going, which I'd say very well, they they would be going to it. Uh-huh. Hollywood. Mm. I've got another one. I'm a, ready. I'm ready. A to go. very obvious one. Okay, good. Uh, might are all very obvious. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, old man Logan. Is that obvious? Yeah, I think a lot of people want it. No. Okay, I was going to suggest a few other sort of X Men based ones. Sure. But I think Days of Future Past is going to be the end of time travel based X-Men I stuff. I agree with you exactly. Future, past future. I don't think yep. people will want to see. Yeah, no. it looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. But I think if you throw in another timeline variation or a possible future that's yep. just going to confuse people. That's exactly so, right. Okay, let, let's I I, I anyway. made that exact point where yeah. basically it's if you're introducing alternative futures and alternative realities, uh-huh. it just messes up the whole universe. And yeah. even if it makes sense, uh-huh. people still will be like, what is happening? Mm. You know what I mean? But basically, um, the way the story works, if you haven't read it, and I recommend picking it up, I'd say it's one of my favourite Mark Miller um, runs on something. Huh. It's, a st- it's a standalone thing. Yep. Uh, it's however many issues. I'm, geez, I'm doing this justice, <laughs> aren't I? But... Uh, Basically, uh, the Wolverine is a, very, is a very old man. It's 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 in the the about fifty or so years in the future. A lot of the Marvel characters ha- are, are dead, right? Uh, villains and and heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's basically happened is all the uh, the the villains have assembled and thought, well, look, each hero has a, at least ten villains uh-huh. at any one time. Yep. That you know in their rogues gallery. So if we all teamed up and organized, we could wipe these guys out quite easily. Uh-huh. So you basically got the mass annihilation of pretty much every major Marvel hero. That was kind of the plot of 
the other Mark Miller series that I enjoyed that was turned into a movie that wasn't Wanted. very good. Wanted. <laughs> yes, go. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. You're exactly right. Hmm. And and basically the only one that one of the only ones who who's left is Wolverine. Uh-huh. But he's due to unforeseen circumstances, um is something tragic that happens to him as it always does. Uh, yeah. Uh he, he he doesn't fight anymore. He's just had a family. He lives under the reign of the Hulk's family yeah, okay, who yeah. have who the Hulk has gone crazy through um, radiation poisoning over the years and he's got descendants of him who are not as strong as him but are basically these permanent Hulk men who are just these redneck monsters yeah, right. who just bail everyone up for money and just deliver se- severe beatings his heal- healing factors slow down he uh-huh. doesn't fight anymore and he's, and he's running out of money so what he has to do he's, he's going to have to deliver this super serum with Hawkeye and blind Hawkeye right. across America to basically start what he thinks is a new Avengers uh-huh. and so they're going across the wasteland of what's left and you see like the remnants of heroes and villains and you come across it, the, the whole country is divided into sectors mm-hmm. like you know Doctor Doom owns this part and Red Skull owns this part and, right. and whatever whatever and certain characters take on the mantle of others so like there's a new kingpin but it's not the original kingpin uh-huh. and, and and whatever it's it's a great buddy kind of it sounds like I was going to say it's yeah. like a good road trip and adventure it's, pro- I th- it's one of the best talk well, it not sounds like future look. post-apocalyptic fear and loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> yes it does do they have fun yeah. do they have a little bit of fun they have a little bit of fun yeah, yeah yeah and it basically culminates in this amazing kind of red skull uh, Wolverine show. when showdown. you say they're, they're sending the super soldier serum across America it's Lots of tabs of acid, isn't That's it? That's right, exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, and then it's, it has another kind of finale after that, and it leaves itself open to a sequel. Interesting. Uh, as a comic, but because Mark Miller's now tied up in Fox or whatever, I'm not sure it's going to happen anytime soon, even though he has spoken about it. Uh-huh. The problem is, of course, your two main characters, one is owned by Fox, which is Wolverine, uh-huh. Hawkeye is owned by Marvel. Right. That's one of the many, many things wrong with that. For uh, Hulk is a major villain in it, you can't use him. Red Skull's a major villain in him. You can't use him. Right. A whole bunch of... Like, Spider-Man's in it. Well, referenced in it. You can't use him. He's owned by okay. Sony. Do you think you could... Do you think Sony could do it on their own? Do you think you could Bring replace... Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's what I've got here. So, maybe you could replace... Maybe it might work if you swap the Hulk out for the Thing. Yep. Or the Juggernaut, maybe. Yeah, okay. It's not as interesting. You can replace Hawkeye with Longshot. Maybe. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Who is not, you know, he's not, he's, it's a different power it's set. It's a bit of a long shot, mate. Ah, shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to help you here with your dumb story you love so much. I'm trying to make it happen. But yeah, look, I, I think that they will attempt this at some point. Yep. But I don't think they should until they can get it all together. Yeah. Maybe a reformed bullseye could be a oh, yeah. of Hawkeye. But it, no, bullseye's owned by... Marvel now because oh yeah okay right okay so never mind (laughs) so look I love to see it but I think if we do see it it's going to be a real watered down version yeah okay and it's not going to be that good yeah yeah and also like you said alternative future people are going to be like what is this right where does it fit into the universe and blah blah and they're going to be like well that does is this the alternate future of the days of future past past that's right or is it the regular universe or whatever Similarly, and I was going to talk about this, Hollywood, you've screwed us again. I should <laughs> yeah. stress there. Uh, also, the Age of Apocalypse storyline. Yes. Which... They are doing. Are they really? They're doing it in 2016. Really? Yes. That's... people. Have we okay. not talked about this? I don't think so. Maybe. Potentially. Sure. Okay. Because we're going to have to... They're going to have to introduce Professor X's son. Yeah. And then they're going to have to create... Then they're going to have to have him go back in time. Uh-huh. And kill... Inadvertently kill Professor X. Yes. But is that going to be the days of future past past? 
Well, what what I think is it going to be James McAvoy? <laughs> I think is my question. <laughs> what what this is the outline of the movie, so I don't know how this will fit in because I uh-huh. don't think I've actually read that or uh-huh. how I read it a long time ago. That basically, Apocalypse is from the past. Yep. he's one of the first mutants, if not the first mutant. Um, and it's basically the implications of of that. If you are a mutant and you're living in ancient Egypt, what do you think you are? Right, right. Are you, do you think you're a god? Oh, I see or where you're whatever, going here. Whatever. Okay, you're talking about a film that's like the the rise of Apocalypse. Yes. Okay, so but the. Yep. Sorry, go on. Well, the Age of Apocalypse storyline essentially was that uh, Professor X has a has a child mm-hmm. who who's called Legion, and he has multiple yep. personalities, and one, and each of his personalities has a different power. Okay. And yep, so essentially, yep. he d- he realizes one day that Magneto has has stopped you know humanity and mutant kind from working together. Magneto prevented Professor X from kind of creating peace in the world between mutants and humans. So one of his personalities develops time travel. So he goes back in time in an attempt to kill Magneto. Right. But he inadvertently kills Professor X. So because Professor X was not there to form the X-Men, yeah. when Apocalypse appears, reappears on Earth mm-hmm. to attempt to take over the world, he's not stopped and he in fact takes over the world. Okay, And so right. this, is an, a, this is a potential future in which in yeah. where Magneto has to lead the X-Men or what's left of the X-Men yeah. and, defeat Mag- and defeat Apocalypse in this potential future. Bearing in mind this action movie is based directly off Age of Apocalypse, okay, they say. All right. So I think elements of that are going to make their way in, but I don't think they're going to, like you said, I don't think they're going to do another wacky time Can't do it. scenario. Can't do it, no, you're right. Yeah. But uh, no, that, I would love to see a ver- variation of that. Uh, also, um, that, that movie's going to be set with the McAvoy cast. I think okay. it's going to be set in the late 70s, early 80s. I would like to say that. Sure. That's good. Okay. Absolutely. Mm. So, um, likely, I guess, because it's happening. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, Hollywood, you've screwed us again. That's right, it exactly. Be, it won't be exactly comic book accurate, and that makes me mad. It doesn't. It's fine. <laughs> Man, they really restrict you because these characters are all split up. Yeah, it really yeah. restricts what you can make, doesn't mm, it? Yeah. i got The Runaways here. Okay, I'd like um, to see The Runaways. Yeah. For those that are familiar, uh, aren't familiar with it, I'll keep this brief, but basically uh, some kids discover that their parents are supervillains and then they stop them, basically. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty, pretty much, much it. Goes, yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's good, you know? Yeah, it's and I good. think it would make an interesting movie. Mm. And when you, uh, is there any plans for that? No, not, no, not to my knowledge. There was a movie called The Runaways about that band. Yes. Joan, Joan Jett, Jett, yeah. Whatever. Sure, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> Hollywood, you've done it again. You have, <laughs> and how. You got one? We talked about Secret War. We yeah, wrote, I've got that down here. You wrote that? Okay, well, that's, well, that's covered. Um, yeah, but Secret Wars is basically, for those not in the know, it's like they take all the, the heroes to another planet and make them fight. Oh, we're talking 80s? about... So there was Secret War. Oh, like so I'm talking about Secret Wars-ish. And Secret Wars happened yeah, in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. about Secret Wars. Okay, so a being, a being called the Beyonder, who's like a cosmic being, yeah. got, all the, uh, got all the heroes and villains. He spirited them away to a planet that he created. And he made them fight for his own amusement. Would you say it's the equivalent of putting a bunch of cats and dogs in a hessian sack and shaking it up? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, but cosmic powered. <laughs> yeah, that's the story arc where Spider-Man got his black symbol. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They should have worked that into Spider-Man Three. Yeah. Would have been real good. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's a kind of. I think that was like the Civil War of then. Yes. Like that was the big kind of universe yeah, 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 shake yeah, up true, kind yeah. of thing. But uh-huh. you could, as much as that would be amazing to see, that would just be like a really kind of big video game where you just watch right exactly yeah. <laughs> like heroes punch yeah, each yeah, yeah, other yeah. for however many hours I don't, they, will, they will never ever 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 mm. make that ever no. No. maybe one day yes never uh-huh. 
So, yeah. What were you going to say about Secret War, though? No, I think I covered it. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Well, why don't you talk about that Spider-Man comic that's your favourite Spider-Man comic? Oh, my favourite Spider-Man comic. I don't really remember. We might have talked about this already. We haven't. We definitely haven't. haven't. We have spoken about this. Oh, in real life. In real life, life. Yeah, sure. Right. My favourite, and I don't really remember, I never remember issue numbers of anything. Sure. But it was Spider-Man 349. <laughs> it was Amazing Spider-Man 349 and 350. Your memory's really... Coming together this it's episode. Really spotty. You know, it's, it's really spotty. <laughs> no, no, I'm really impressed. You never Thank remember you. anything. <laughs> but essentially, um, uh, Spider-Man had a minor villain called the Silver Fox, mm. who's like a like a really old guy with a twiddly silver mustache, and he was a cat burglar. Is he British? Uh, is yeah. he is he in that episode of The Simpsons? He's the pretty cat much burglar. that character. <laughs> okay. He's almost exactly that character actually, and he stole. Uh, like oh, he's a, in the Redeemable Ant Man. Is he? Yeah, I have no memory of that. He's like his roommate or his buddy or whatever. Right, right. Anyway, okay. sorry, go There on. you go. But essentially, he he steals a large gemstone mm-hmm. and he just on sells it to okay. you know his fence or whatever. And uh, Spider Man, you know, attempts to to stop him or whatever, and he slips through his fingers. But then it turned out that the gemstone he stole was in the possession of Doctor Doom, mm. and uh, Doctor Doom needed that gemstone. For many of his mystical, you know, experiments, Doctor Doom's mother famously is in hell. That is very famous. That is very famous. It was on the news. It was on the news, exactly. And he's sort of attempting to find, you know, any way he can to, to get her out. And, and uh, so Dr. Doom comes to America to pursue him. Mm. And we discover that uh, the gemstone has been actually sold to a cult, mm-hmm. like a, a mystical cult who are attempting to, you know, open a portal to some sort of horrific hell dimension, what have you. As always. Yeah. And Dr. Doom is, is, you know, out of vengeance, just wants to kill the silver fox. And Spider-Man says, look, give me 24 hours. I'll get the gemstone back. Everything will be sweet. Yeah. And Spider-Man is like, he's, he's got some sort of super Spider-Man flu. He's, he's under the weather. He's not, he's not in shape. Yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not battle ready. That Spider-Man sounds a lot like the Spider-Man from Spider-Man 2. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha. Yes, you know he is. And so he has to, he has to go and battle this cult by his lonesome yeah. uh, and, and, and retrieve this thing. Otherwise, bad things are going to happen. But it's great because what we what we discover soon after is that Spider-Man has to battle his way through this cult, like this this you know this armored fortress compound kind of thing to to get this this gemstone back. And Doom's just just slowly following him. And Doom Doom's indestructible. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing an indestructible costume. He can fly. You know, he's he's got all the weapons in the world in that suit. He's just letting Spider-Man do all the work. Just just. Facing death at every in every single conceivable second, and he's just just going to follow him in, just through the wreckage, and just just watch, see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And then Spider-Man finally retrieves this at death's door, and you know he, he gets the gemstone back. And then Doom's like, actually, no, I'm going to kill that guy anyway. And so Spider-Man has to fight Doctor Doom. Right. And it's the most one-sided fight in the history of Marvel comics, where it's uh, just Spider-Man is on the run, and and Doom is just. He's just toying with him, essentially. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's a, and there's, there's always a moment in a Spider-Man comic where Spider-Man, he... Rallies his strength. He, he rallies his strength. Yeah. And he kind of, he's like, I've got to do this for Aunt May and I've got to do it for Mary Jane and I've got to do it for all the innocent people. I can I do it? And he lifts the, you know, he's trapped under a building or something. And he yeah. loses all his strength and he lifts the thing and he saves the day or whatever. So in this particular sequence, he... Doctor Doom is coming at him, and he's like, "Got any?" He, he picks up like a like a large like a piece of industrial equipment, and he rips it out of the wall. He's like, "Use my last strength!" And he throws it at Doom, and Doom just, Doom just flicks it out of the air with one hand and just levels the building they're in, which I think is 
<laughs> That's great. And doesn't yeah. he try to escape at one point? But like he he tries to swing away, and, and then he forgets that Doom can fly. Yeah. <laughs> And look, I hate to spoil the ending, but doesn't Doom then he doesn't really need the gem or Ah, that... uh, he he retrieves the gem and then he just he uncovers like the silver fox's nest egg, which is this beautiful diamond that he oh, okay, that right. he that he, he needed to, you know, finally give up the life of crime that he, he so desperately wanted to escape and he just crushes it in front of him. Because <laughs> why wouldn't he? Lesson learned. Lesson learned, I guess, yeah. That's what's the what issues that? 349, 350. That sounds amazing. amazing. Yeah. Get into that. All right, I got another one, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. This is more one for the people. This is not uh-huh. for me. Yep. Uh, but basically, Planet Hulk and World War Hulk yep. is something that people have been pushing for. Uh-huh. Well, for those not in the know, uh, they drag Hulk. Well, Hulk is sent into space because he's too dangerous and he's basically sent to this gladiatorial planet and they pit him against monster after monster until he revolts uh-huh. and has a child and then he eventually comes back to Earth with an army and just batters all the Marvel heroes and he breaks Doctor Strange's hands. Yep. And I think he tears Miss Reed Richards in half or something Maybe. doesn't he or he stretches, he stretches him real far oh, yeah. you know yeah. Kevin Feige though has said that if he's going to do a Hulk story mm-hmm. which apparently at the moment there are no um, plans for it'll have to be a Bruce Banner story what does he and, mean by that well Planet Hulk is only it's he's the Hulk he's only the Hulk less, form yeah. yeah yeah so unless they did it but it wouldn't be weird kind of having Mark Ruffalo in, in space and everybody else is an alien. Right, yeah. And then, he, he, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, uh. I don't think this, this would work, not just yet. Mm. Maybe a few years down the track. And also, with, the, with World War Hulk, have we seen enough of the Hulk being chased by the army and Absolutely being the enemy? Have, yeah. You know? I mean, it'll be interesting to see him go up against all the Marvel characters at once. Uh-huh. That would be great. I think in this case, it'll be more the Hulk chasing the army. Okay, so that's yeah, a nice yeah. little twist. Sure, that's a nice little Benny Hill twist. You know, <laughs> we have him being chased by the army, and then he's switching around, and he's he's chasing the army. You know, so yeah. Look, so I think if you're going to do a Hulk story, that's probably not the best one to start with, at least. But are there any Hulk stories that you want to see, like Grey Hulk, Red Hulk, Thunderbolt, Ross Hulk, whatever his name is? I like. I was a big fan of uh, Hulk Hogan. Good one, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was a there was a storyline in the '90s um, where the Hulk became sort of an amalgamation of the Hulk and Bruce Banner. Okay. So he was the Hulk all the time and he was intelligent. Ah, yeah. And yep. He, um, he, sort of, he, he became the leader of this secret organization called the Pantheon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was kind of, a, it was a good, good solid storyline. Okay. I would like to see actually, now that you mention it, mm-hmm. back in the 80s and when, when, Hulk, was, when Hulk was grey again, yeah. he started out grey, he became green, then he was grey again during yeah. the 80s. Okay, so in the, in the Hulk's very first appearance, I'll go back to right to the start. In the Hulk's gotcha. very first appearance, he was grey mm-hmm. and then... Uh, he would transform into the Hulk at night, and they only change it to green because gr- they could get a more consistent green ink color. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that green, right? green. The, he yeah. wanted he wanted to be a they wanted to be him to be a non human color, mm. so he wouldn't represent any particular race or whatever. Okay. And so originally he was gray, and then gray is apparently really difficult. Back in the sixties, gray was really difficult to. Which to is print. weird because everything was gray. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so they made him that. green, and they were like, well, instead of him being changing when he at night time. Because he was more more of a Jekyll and Hyde kind of character, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so they made him green and turn into the Hulk when he was angry. Sure. Back, so back in the in the eighties, uh, something traumatic happened to him, and he started. He became grey again, and started, he was dacked. Yeah, he was dacked. <laughs> pants. The Americans Sorry, would call that pants. Pantsed. He was pants, and he became super embarrassed. And then he started changing into the grey Hulk when he went at nighttime again. And yeah, the Grey Hulk was more intelligent. Mm-hmm, he could mm-hmm. form, you know, he, he had he was kind of a, he had attitude. He wasn't yeah. as strong though, was he? No, because he didn't have the rage. Yeah, he was the to, weakest. He was the yeah. weakest of the various Hulk yeah. incarnations. But and emotionally, the strongest. Yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. arguably is the least important strength. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, someone's agreed. 
Uh, and then this Hulk realised that it wasn't it becoming daytime that turned him back into Bruce Banner. It was being exposed to sunlight. Ah, so he discovered okay. that if he just stayed in darkness, if he started wearing like big cloaks and such and sure. hats, like big I sun do. hats, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he would never change back into Bruce Banner. And he decided, well, that's kind of the life I wanted to lead. Sure. So he moves to Las Vegas and he becomes an enforcer called Mr. Fix-It. <laughs> And he's a playable skin in the Incredible Hulk game. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, uh, yeah, just just an era of him wearing like big, big like, suits, big like pinstripe suits and hats. Doesn't the Grey Hulk split from the Green Hulk at one point as well? Like there was two running parallel. No, there was at one point the Hulk and Bruce Banner were split into two. Okay, but that's that's unrelated. Okay, gotcha. let's make it all happen though. I'm an idiot. Let's have let's have the next Hulk movie. It's just called. Hulk 3, a series of insane things that happened to the Hulk. And it's just a series of fun vignettes. Be like a, so he shot into space. He shot into space. Chasing the army, yeah. Benny Hill style. Yep, and then he split into two, and then he becomes a mob enforcer. Be like like Batman Gotham Knights. Absolutely. Like, like, a Jim Jarmusch, like that Jim Jarmusch film, Coffee and Cigarettes, which is just a series of vignettes where like two guys from the Wu-Tang Clan meet Bill Murray or whatever, except it's... Sure. You know, it's Hulks. And then they could be like, there's your bloody Hulk movie. Shut up, we did yeah, it all. We did all the stuff you wanted. <laughs> so I'm going to say likely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I would love to see your ideas. You're on fire this episode. Thank you. You should, you should be hungover every day. It's a shame no one will listen to this episode because your YouTube channel's down. Thanks for <laughs> ruining it for everyone. <laughs> all right, Mason. I've got here any Spider-Man story arc where Peter Parker doesn't get sad and then fights a guy who was initially a friend of his. Okay, good. <laughs> just yeah. anything. Just anything, really. Anything. It would be great, yeah. I'm talking a Miles Morales. I'm talking uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man where Doc Ock takes his body. Yep. Or Superior side Spider-Man, sorry. Yep. I'm talking Ben Riley Clone Saga. I'm right. not talking that. That's no, don't, terrible. Don't. But, you know, something different from Spider-Man that we haven't seen yet. Yeah, Any yeah. story arc that isn't every Spider-Man movie that we've seen great. so far. Something else. You know what I mean? Even a villain... Yep. Who is non-sympathetic. I mean, they kind of did it with Venom, but that was not good. I'm no. talking like a lunatic, like Carnage. Because a lot of time you can reason with these Spider-Man villains. Yeah, yeah. Carnage is just a Wouldn't lunatic. Wouldn't you argue that the strength of the Spider-Man films is a lot of the times the villains are sympathetic? I completely agree. Yes, but I, all I'm saying is, that's probably a bad example. But I just want to see something else. I, I would like... I don't want to see another origin story yep. and how he's running to class but then maybe he has to deliver a pizza and then he loses his job or maybe his girlfriend doesn't believe him or whatever. Right, right, right. I don't give a shit. Yep. Do something else, you know? I would like to... See, yeah, I would like... I think it's true that one of the key points of Spider-Man movies is the villains are kind of sympathetic. Yes. But how about just one who's just a jerk? Yeah. Not, even, not even a murderer like Carnage, but again, crazy jewel heist guys. Just having yeah. a crazy jewel heist, and it's crazy, it's crazy clash. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. You know what I mean? Just, just something that we haven't seen, because I feel like we're getting the same Spider-Man movie again, or they pack it with villains. Yeah. And even if you've got sympathetic villains in there, yep. you put too many villains in, uh-huh. you've ruined everything. Yeah. Which apparently, uh, that is some of the problem with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. There are way too many villains in it and, and whatever. Which you'd think they'd learn. You're going to get a complaint for that because you've expressed... <laughs> You've expressed some sort of opinion, possibly, yeah, on something somebody else has said. Do you know what I mean? Though I feel like yeah. I'm watching the same Spider-Man movie I know what you're again and about. again. We've, I've, you, my opinion on the Spider-Man <laughs> movies is very clear. You know, mm. and I think at this point, there's only one. The most successful one is Spider-Man Two, and uh-huh. even then, there are a lot of improvements that can be made to that movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Allegedly, if I had a microphone to drop, I'd drop it. Uh-huh. Maybe I just kick this microphone. Please over. do. Yes. 
So yeah, there you go. Mm. You got another one? No, I'm out. All right, well, look, we can just talk about <laughs> some ones briefly. Okay, good. No, I haven't read this one, but uh-huh. I was, uh, I'm going to read it soon. So I guess this goes into what are we reading? What are we going to read? Mm-hmm. It's called Thor, God of Thunder. And it's basically, it looks at Thor from three different timelines. Young, arrogant Thor from the past, uh-huh. modern day Thor, future Thor with one hand and a long beard uh-huh. and whatever. And at one point they all come together and, and whatever. Uh-huh. And you know, cause I know they're also talking about doing the Ragnarok Thor storyline uh-huh. yep. and whatever, whatever, you know, something, something different from Thor, you know, sure. Not mm-hmm. that the Thor movies are bad by any stretch. I think they've had a really good run so uh-huh. far. Yeah. I enjoy Thor one. I enjoy Thor two. I enjoy, enjoy, I just enjoy them. Mason. You enjoy them. That's <laughs> the term for when you enjoy, you enjoy something to do with Thor. You enjoy right. it. So yeah, I'd also like to see some sweet team ups, Mason. Ah, uh-huh, sweet team ups. We've talked hear- about sweet team ups a little bit. Yeah, let's hear. But, let's um, see some sweet team ups. Um, there's a particular run. Uh, the the Brian Michael Bendis Daredevil stuff is all amazing. Uh huh. Yep. Which I'm sure we're going to be getting that in the Daredevil TV series. By the way, it's rumored that they're going to get the guy from Dexter for Daredevil, which I think is a good choice. But apparently, he doesn't know anything about it unless that's a misdirect. Who knows? Moving on. It often is. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he'd be a great Daredevil. He's got the build. He's yeah, yeah. You know, he's you know, he's, he's early forties, so you know, he's about the right yeah, age, yeah. Or whatever. Anyway, there's a Daredevil Black Widow run, which is uh, Daredevil Volume Two, which is issues sixty-one to sixty-six, uh-huh. where Daredevil um outs himself as my, sorry, Matt Murdock outs himself as Daredevil. Uh-huh. He beat gives the king, Kingpin a severe beating just uh-huh. to teach him a lesson. He's right. like, I'm sick of this shit, and he just like, <laughs> gives him this intense beating, right. and then reveals himself, and he's like. I'm the new kingpin. Yeah. Maybe this isn't even this round, but he does that around this time. If you have a problem, I'm going to come to your house and I'll beat you to death. Right. So just be aware of that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yep. And so everybody's afraid of the Daredevil and whatever. And everyone's also afraid of Matt Murdock, but they can't prove that he is Daredevil, even right. though he's clearly just revealed himself to everybody and the FBI uh-huh. are watching him, but they're afraid of him or whatever. It's great. But Black Widow comes into the picture at that point and they've got a kind of relationship or whatever. Uh-huh. And it's, it's a great team up because they're, they're very different characters and they kind uh-huh. of work well together. Mm. So yeah. Great. Jessica Jones as well. I want to see some Jessica Jones stuff, which hopefully we'll see in that TV show. Absolutely. About Jessica Jones, which I don't see why we wouldn't see that. We're going to see that. Yes. Yes. I wanted to ask you, though, about some Punisher stuff, because I know you're a big Punisher fan. Uh What about a Punisher Max kind of thing? I would like Punisher meets Archie. You know that, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) The classic tale. The classic tale. Uh, Well, again, we kind of did Punisher Max with the last two movies. Sure. There were elements of that, and I think people are going to be... I think... Production-wise, people are going to be like, well, we, we, we did that for you, yeah, so yeah. what more do you want? But you know it would be great to see the Punisher dropped into the Avengers universe? Because I think they have the rights back to him now, don't uh-huh. they? Marvel. Yeah. And because a, a lot of people, I don't know if are aware of this, but in the comics, everybody hates the Punisher. Right. Because he's a lunatic. Yep. And he always takes things way too far. Right. And like, there's the, even the bit in Civil War where some villains come up to team up with Captain America's team. And he's like, you know, villains are affected by this too. And the Punisher just guns, guns him down. Him down. Yeah. Like, so, and they're like, what is wrong with you? Right. You know? like he's, But he's hard to introduce into this kind of, mm. not Disney-fied, Disney-fied kind of Marvel universe. But yeah, I guess yeah. that's what it is to an extent. Yeah. And at the same time, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, mm-hmm. everybody is a killer in the Marvel Universe, in the movies, but only the Punisher gets in trouble for it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, Iron Man's killed a lot of people. So Captain many. America's killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the, it's just because the Punisher doesn't have a he's shield not... or a flying suit. And he's not really taught up about it. Yeah, yeah, he's quite, he's quite okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, people consider him a criminal slash mass murderer. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else has done a lot. Black Widow's killed a lot of people. Oh, so Hawkeye's killed a lot of people. Yeah, presumably. yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's, it's his... Thor hit that giant rock man with a with a hammer, and he all fell to bits. 
Nobody complains about it, do they? Nobody's sending the police after Thor. That rock man had a family, probably. Probably. A horrible family. Yeah, yeah made of mud. Yeah. Mud and sticks. So, yeah, you got any other ones that uh, before we move it along? Nah. We'll no doubt come back to this yeah, at yeah. some point. I'll think of one next but week, look, probably. If you want to email in or even hit us up on Twitter, it's probably the best. I would like place. to see some. T- talk about some. Yeah, email us about some team ups. I would like to hear. Absolutely. Just, just two men, two, you know, team ups. Yeah, yeah. Or two ladies. One sure. lady, one man. As I said, I think that's the only way, or that's a really surefire way to have a really successful Captain America 3. Mm. It would be to do a kind of team up or a... Because why, why do they have to be, with the Marvel movies, uh, just an Avengers film where everybody's together mm-hmm. or a solo movie where you've got some kind of B-grade kind of characters hanging around? Uh-huh. Why not get two A-grade heroes, plunk them together? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why not do that? Yeah. That's the direction they should take it, which is why I've accepted a job with Marvel Studios. See you in Hal Mason. You're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you built all. We did the the whole podcast up until this point, and then then the big reveal. That's quite good. That's very impressive. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna move on to what we're reading. What are we gonna read? Yeah, Mason. Well, I'm gonna. What we're gonna read? I am gonna finally watch Amazing Spider-Man One. Would you recommend that? To... I don't know yet. I just don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna recommend it afterwards. Sure. But I, I'm, I've been back to the corner, so I'm gonna to have to watch You're it. You're gonna have to watch yeah. it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, look, what I'm reading, what I'm gonna read actually this week is a podcast. Ooh. There's a uh, Casey Bennett. He has this podcast. It's called the Movie Multiverse Podcast. Uh-huh. It's a comics podcast as well, movie mm-hmm. kind of podcast like ours. But he does a lot of amazing graphics, and they have proper intros and a real website and stuff. They're like a real podcast. We have a proper, we have a proper intro theme. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah, which, what is then, which is then immediately let down by us doing an improper <laughs> intro. He um he actually he contacted me on um on email. He's like, hey um email. I know, right? Because I use one of his infographics in in a video, not realizing it was his. Because I was going to bring this up anyway, and and he's like, oh thanks for using my thing or whatever. I'm like, holy shit. So I apologize for using that without asking permission. Because often I don't ask permission. I just take things and use them. Because I'm a jerk. That's probably why my YouTube account is down. Almost certainly. But um, yeah, but this podcast, if you love, you know, comics and, and, and movies and whatever, definitely check it out. I will. I mean, um, I've been, um, I listened to the latest one and I'm, I'm going to make my way back through them. But sure, they're, they're a great podcast. Ooh. And so what I'm reading this week is Movie <laughs> Multiverse Podcast <laughs> on iTunes. And, and other websites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So look, Mason. I guess we should talk about Goat Han Solo. We should address the goat in the room. Sure, absolutely. That, that I bought uh-huh. to highlight the importance of this section of Fantastic. the podcast. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Goats are everywhere on the internet, you noticed? I feel like I started it because I had a Goat Han Solo picture forever. Uh-huh, sure. And now there's like goats doing the Game of Thrones themes or whatever. Uh-huh. And now people probably think that I'm jumping on the goat bandwagon. But I'm well, always... you were there from the start, <laughs> I understand, sure. You were a goat pioneer. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we got some interesting responses on Twitter, Mason, for people who uh, decided whether they'd be a goat hand solo in the real universe or Harrison Ford stuck in the Star Wars universe. That was last week's ultimatum. We got amazing feedback. Opinions were divided. <laughs> sure. Yes. Would you say most people lent towards being the goat hand solo? Yes, I think yeah, so. Me too. And I think it's mostly because of the blaster. Sure. I have to guess. The blaster and the vest. And the vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, although, uh, let's see, uh, let's see. On uh, Matthew Galatzan on Twitter said mm-hmm. uh, she'd have to go with Harrison Ford in the uh, Star Wars in the Star Wars universe because it'd be uh, much harder to get laid as a goat. <laughs> and I think that's actually a really important point. Yeah. Then again, we don't know what the people in the Star Wars universe what their genitals are like because they're not technically human. I that's guess that's true. We've never seen them. Okay, <laughs> Lucasfilm, we're going to need some 
full frontal genital work <laughs> please in Star Wars 7 if you could yeah actually uh, uh, Gabe via Twitter uh, wants to know and this was an important point sure. is it Harrison Ford in the Star Wars universe before or after Return of the Jedi that's a really good point I'm going to say present day timeline so let's say it's 30 years after Return of the Jedi uh-huh. so it's comparative to our current timeline okay sure does that make sense yeah, or what yeah, would you yeah. say <sighs> I'm going to say I'm going to say immediately post Return of the Jedi sure okay yeah. sure mm-hmm. so like he's super famous and like are you Han Solo's dad yeah exactly like, yeah. Yeah. yeah totally yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, let's see, Mike Davis on Twitter says, I'm going forward in space, yep. a grump wandering the galaxy in a Caradine Kung Fu sort of way, which I think is pretty fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Joel Acklin on Twitter says, mm-hmm. Goat Han Solo, I could shoot the blaster in the air letting out horrible human-like goat screams, which I think is, that's, that's important. Yep. That is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that blaster coming into play yeah. again. In fact, there's a lot of his Daxon on Twitter is also said Harrison Ford in Star Wars Universe because uh, girls don't sleep with goats, but they will sleep with Harrison Ford. So I think... <laughs> Yeah, what a success this has been! Absolutely, boy, there's uh, a lot of them. <laughs> uh, CJ Vera says, "I'd totally be Goat Han Solo, all the hand stuff. Plus, I can literally eat whatever I want, which is a good point because mm-hmm. that's everyone's dream, isn't it?" Absolutely, yep. Eat a couch. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty fantastic. It sure is. Yeah. So you look sorry. Thanks for we... everyone who responded to our completely nonsensical poll. <laughs> and I'm sorry if we've missed any. Mm. Um, we have, yeah. but they're yeah. all. Great. Oh no, no, we have. We've missed. We've missed quite a lot. Most of them. Yeah, but they're all great. So, yeah, so thank really, you for that. Really appreciate it. Do we have well, another insane? <laughs> Would you rather this, this week? week? We'll think of one for next we'll week. We'll think of one for next week. Absolutely. Okay. Well, look, I just want to uh, quickly give a couple of shout outs. Blake Battersby, mm-hmm. who's our youngest listener, I believe. It's his birthday and he wants us to sing happy birthday. Before you start singing happy birthday, Damn it. this is not happening. Okay, right. Sorry. <laughs> also, we'd have to pay uh, the fee for the birthday song. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Blake, because Blake's a nice guy. He emails in all the time. Yep. And which I presume if he's 15 now, that means he might not be the youngest listener. That's a good point. Yeah. He's going to have to fight someone. <laughs> yeah, that's the rules. <laughs> but uh, Happy birthday, Blake. Happy birthday, man. Christian uh, Borneman, also it's his birthday, and he's also said, look, if I get a birthday shout-out, he wants to earn his shout-out, and by God, he has. Really? He sent us $4,000. That's not true. <laughs> You're right. Um, he's giving us uh, a proper pronunciation, because he's German, uh-huh. for Baron von Strucker. Okay, I'm ready. Because apparently the proper German pronunci- pr- pronunciation You're not going to get through Pronunciation. This is not going well, and it's not the best day for it, quite frankly. Yep. But let's push through. Um, Baron, he says, is they've got a specific German pronunciation. Because it's also an English word, he's going to let that let that go past. Thank you. Appreciate it. But he says, it's F-O-N, so von Strucker. S H T R R S H T R O O K E R. Von Strucker. Von Strucker. There you go. See, so, there you go. We've That's learned good. something. That being said, like when we found out. I didn't out, come into this to learn anything, quite frankly. So, how dare all of you? You look pretty pissed off. Yeah. Really. <laughs> look like the Gal Gadot thing where we found out it was actually Gal Gadot. Yep. We're probably not going to do the correct, correct pronunciation. No, because that'll involve thinking and memories. Exactly. So, yeah. Thank you, though. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Christian also said he's, um, he said some really nice things about the podcast and how he, you know it, it's nice that we're brightening people's day or whatever, which I don't necessarily think is true. I think we're enraging people. <laughs> but he said... But like, at least it's getting people moving, you know, motivated to send complaints. You know it. Mm. But he also uh, he said he's gone through a bit of a rough time at the moment. And I just want to say, look, I hope that works out for you, man, because you seem like a yeah. good guy. And, you know, if we help you in any way, which is probably not at all, <laughs> you know, uh, you're welcome, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good guy. Hope Thanks, it works buddy. out, Thanks man. Thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, Mason, here's a question for you this week. This is from Ryan Miller. Mm-hmm. All right. If you were to become any superhero to fight his or her greatest nemesis, yep. who has a plan that will destroy the planet if you fail, 
which superhero would you be and why? Oh. Take into mind the superhero's weaknesses because the villain has everything that can be used against the hero in their possession. Oh my goodness. That's a fucking tough question, it's man. It's a tough question. Yeah. I guess Green Lantern because I don't only really have to fight Yellow Fog. <laughs> movie Green Lantern. Yeah, movie Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. I just make a mop. Yeah. Probably. Because at some point I'd imagine you wouldn't believe in yourself. But then yes. you would then believe, would in, believe yourself. in myself. Exactly. Exactly. Thank well, look, you. When you look at like someone like Superman, for example. I love Superman, you know, he's, I think he's one of my favourite characters. Uh-huh. But the problem with being Superman has always been for me, it is terrifying the concept that you will live forever and watch everybody die around you. Uh-huh. As you get stronger and stronger and eventually live in the sun and turn into a gold man. Sure, which yeah. happens to Superman. Yep. Everybody dies around you and you become less and less... Relate, you can relate less and less to people. And apparently also, as you get older, time for you, you perceive time differently and the time becomes quicker. That's why years seem to go by quicker uh-huh. when you're older. So basically, get to the point where you, years are going by in like, to you, like the blink of an eye. So, so what you're saying, is, what here. you're saying, is Superman's ultimate villain is not Lex Luthor; it's existential loneliness yes. and despair. <laughs> That's How would exactly... you defeat that? <laughs> you can't just go for lots of long walks. Yeah, I guess. And just yeah, okay. space walks. Stay, stay active. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, but look, the thing is, if you were Superman and you go up against Luther, Lex Luthor, I don't have the morals of Superman. So if Lex Luthor's like, I'm gonna destroy the city, Superman. I would do what people are saying Superman should How have would you do that years. if I punched a hole in your head? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. But for me, I guess I'd probably want to be, if I was to be a superhero, I want to be one that's got some minor enhanced strength and some skills, but I'm not going to live forever. Right. So I don't want to be Wolverine, uh-huh. even though some versions he doesn't live forever and whatever. Like someone like a Spider-Man, uh-huh. where he's pretty strong and he's pretty great, uh-huh. but, but his villains are equally matched, except that time when he got pasted by Doom. Because sure. if I was Spider-Man, I'd just go to my villains' houses in the middle of the night and just break their necks. Great. <laughs> so that's how, that's uh-huh. how I would deal yeah. with it. You know? I'm not facing the Green Goblin every day. No. Are you kidding me? That guy's a fucking lunatic. That's right. I just go and murder him in his sleep. Yeah, please. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I think murder in the sleep. I think you've nailed it, really. <laughs> For any superhero? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I mean, you know, Batman could just firebomb Arkham Asylum. Yep, Pretty absolutely. much solve everything. Yeah. Every problem, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Mason. What a show it's been. Absolutely. What a journey. Um, How are you could... feeling? How are you holding up? Oh, mate. You know what? This has been a great show. Thank it's you. been a great show. If we keep saying it enough, it will become true. Uh, if you want to if, get if co- you say it's been a great show three times while staring into a mirror, like a really great show just appears on your laptop. <laughs> but uh, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, please do via Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, mm. my personal uh, you- YouTube. Well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> My personal Twitter is at Mr. Sunday Movies. And your personal YouTube is in the toilet. <laughs> That's right. If you do want to reach out to YouTube on Twitter at YouTube and ask them where my YouTube channel is, if it's not back, feel free to do so. If you don't want to, that's also cool, man. Yeah. Way. You know what? I'm in the opinion this is, this is hopefully an accident. I'm assuming. And this will just resolve itself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, you, maybe you accidentally did a racism. Oh, yeah. On, on that last like, video. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. You know, to be honest, and I shouldn't say this, most of my racism is intentional. <laughs> Great. You You're, can find me at Wikipedia Brown. Absolutely, yeah. that's the one. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to Bandcamp. Oh yeah, if you want, sure. That's yeah. that's be great. And look yeah. forward to a new one. Very soon. Also we're getting sponsorship, it looks like um maybe next week. So Oh Audible might be back. yeah, we're yeah, gonna cool. be uh choking down this podcast with sponsorship. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Whatever no. we can get. <laughs> that's right. So yeah. Just be aware of that and make sure you tell us we're sellouts, please. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.